0: Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.
1: This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Hey
2: everyone, guess who's back with another episode of Playing Around. I'm your host, Paige Renee, and I'm sorry that it has uh, been a little bit. I've taken some time off. But I have seen your messages and I love that you're asking when the new episodes are coming out because it means that you guys enjoy what I'm doing with the podcast, which is great. Uh, To be completely honest, completely transparent because that's what we do around here. I have recorded this intro probably 10 times and it's just been shit every time has just been shit. And I don't know why podcasting has been so difficult for me lately. Not just podcasting, but posting as well. I feel like the cadence that I've been posting has gone down. If you look at, you know, like Twitter and TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, you know, I work so hard throughout the year to like keep up, you know, consistent posting and curate new content all the time and to come up with new ideas and to make them fresh and innovative, especially since I've been doing this for, you know, a little bit of time now, uh, over five years. It's like, how how can I make the content better and how can I continue to grow as a content creator and how can I continue to be innovative and funny and uh, do things that are different. At times I get stuck in doing the same type of content just because I know that it works and you guys like it, but I really do want to grow and I want to get better. I feel as if I'm I don't wanna say stagnant, because I I definitely don't feel that way. I feel as if I'm actually growing more than I've ever grown in my life. But I'm trying to find, I guess, my new voice and the way that I want to create new types of content. Some of it has to come with some personal changes in my life. It's crazy when I look at the beginning of this year, before I started working with like Points and a ton of my other new partners my life has completely changed from like January 1st to today everything in my life is completely different and it's been scary at times because as we know change can be hard but it is very important to personal growth and development which I feel like I have matured so much this year I feel as if I'm a completely different person in so many different ways and I want my content to reflect that and I, I want to always elevate what I'm doing. And right now at a time where I'm trying to do that and I'm trying to find um, new people to help me shoot my content and how I want it to look and I'm experimenting. And I feel like I've just been so in my head with all of the content that I have been wanting to create and I think you can see that with just how much I haven't been posting and people are always like are you okay what's going on I'm like yeah I'm just creatively I'm just kind of stuck a little bit like I want to do new things I want to try new things um but I'm just kind of like not all there sometimes and yeah so that I guess maybe has a little bit to do within the podcast and why I haven't put out as many episodes I just haven't been feeling very I wouldn't say like talkative but you know when you have to sit down for an hour and try to be entertaining sometimes that can be a bit daunting so uh working through that right now so I guess that is the biggest life update that I have for you guys I always love how I start these episodes with like a therapy session and then we get into it and it changes <laughs> but yeah I, I think it's always important to be honest with how I'm doing and where I'm at and kind of what I'm working on because I, I think that's you know I don't know if it's important at all but it's something that I like to do and I like to share with you guys so that's pretty much it uh, I had a good Thanksgiving it was pretty low-key I got roasted online because I said that Thanksgiving food is actually trash and I stand by that. I don't think that Thanksgiving food is actually all that good. If it was good, we'd have it more than once a year. I mean, it's fine. Like, do you really love a green bean casserole and some stuffing? Maybe once a year, but you're not going to eat that every single year. I every single day, you're not going to do that. Um, So I had that take online and people were like, your family sucks go die because they can't cook i was like what (laughs) what uh but i digress Uh, i hope your thanksgiving was good and you didn't get in too many arguments with your family and that it was fun and peaceful and you guys ate a lot of food because we all know the best part of thanksgiving is the pie so i hope you guys ate a ton of pumpkin pie Is it apple pie or pumpkin pie? Which ones do you guys like better? I am a pumpkin girl. I love good piece of pumpkin pie, but there's a debate. It's always like apple or pumpkin. I think apple is more like a summer pie and you have to do pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. And I stand by that. Nico just walked in. He was like, yeah, I totally agree too. But a lot has been happening and we're gonna get into all of it and so much more after this break.
1: Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.
2: And we are back. I would say the biggest news that has happened was Tiger Woods hit a golf ball and the world stopped. It was such an amazing moment to see Tiger Woods swinging again. I, I, I've i gone back and forth on this. Sometimes I've said Tiger is going to come back and he's going to win a major again. And other times i said I don't think Tiger is ever going to play golf again. So to see him hitting a golf ball and to hear the sound and how good it looked, Tiger's winning another major, and I stand by that. There is no possible way that he is not going to play again and he's not going to compete. I mean, he has... So much passion and fire for this game, and to be the best, and he will will himself to win. I, I don't, I don't care. Like he is going to win again. He had a press conference uh, recently when he looked jacked. He looked huge. Uh, he looked like he was in like the best shape of his life, and he looked happy. And it was a it was a good press conference. He said he's gonna play again and. I mean, that was just confirmation that he's definitely going to win again. And it's just the comeback in 2019 when he won the Masters, how incredible that moment is, uh, how incredible that moment was. For him to come back and win another major after all of that, I mean, almost losing a limb, almost not being able to walk, I mean, almost losing his life, it's just going to be incredible. Incredible incredible. And I can't wait for that moment. It just shows too why Tiger Woods is the greatest of all time because no one, no one moves the needle like Tiger Woods does. And I would say even in all of sports right now, the fact that Tiger Woods could put a video of him just hitting a golf ball and for it to go viral within two seconds. And that's what everyone was talking about. And it wasn't a flashy video. It was just him swinging the golf club. It just caused mayhem not only in golf but around the world just to see him play golf so when people have the discussions like who's the greatest of all time in golf like you can go off of major wins but i really think it's like the full package and the impact that someone has on the game and no one compares to tiger woods and no one will ever compare to tiger woods he will go down as the greatest of all time and that just confirmed it too just the sheer impact that he has on everyone everyone in the game is truly something so spectacular and we should all be thanking him because one the guys wouldn't be getting paid the amount that they're getting paid if it wasn't for Tiger woods and two a lot of us in media wouldn't really have much talk about if it wasn't for tiger woods either he makes golf cool he makes golf interesting he is everything that is golf and it's it's just incredible. Like, the the sheer charisma that he has is just so powerful. He just commands a room. He just does. When I met him, I have never been so nervous before. Like, there is just something about him that you almost, he doesn't even, it's gonna sound bizarre, and stay with me on this one, though. It's almost like he doesn't even seem like a real person, like, when you meet him, because he's just so much better than everyone else that it's almost like he's not even real and that's what makes it so crazy when you meet him because he just has this presence that is just overwhelming and I've met a lot of really famous people I've been so fortunate to um travel the world and play golf and meet incredible people but no one has ever had an impact on me in person with the amount of nerves that I've had than Tiger Woods. There's just something about him that I can't I can't even describe. And if you've seen him in person and playing golf in person, I'm sure you kind of know what I'm talking about, but it is just something unlike anything else that I've ever seen or experienced before. For him to be back is so good for golf. So 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 good for golf, and it's much needed. Another storyline in golf was the match Bryson and Brooks. Brooks ended up destroying Bryson in a 12-hole match. Let me just say, 12 holes is the perfect amount of golf. 18 holes is way too long. I don't care what anyone has to say about that. I I hate playing 18 holes. 18 holes is way too much. 9 is not enough. 12 is perfect. Absolutely perfect. If you want to play more, you can play 12 more holes. But I think they should start making 12 hole golf courses. It's the perfect amount and it, it will go faster. I think you could do like different types of loops. I think it'd be really interesting if people set up a 12-hole golf course, how you could do it. There's just endless possibilities with 12-hole golf course, and I like the match being shorter. I think it was good. Um, There wasn't many positives to it, if I'm being completely honest with you. It was probably my least favorite match out of all of them. I thought that Phil and Charles Barkley did a good job. Phil is obviously very entertaining. Same with Barkley. But I wish there was something a little bit different with it. I wish that they kind of mixed it up a little bit more. I feel that they need to for the next one. I would love some. I mean, it'd be cool to see some women participating in it. Um, maybe a mixed match would be really cool. Would love like danielle kang she's super fiery but there's a lot of lpga girls who are fiery or a match between jessica and nelly would be interesting or even just having more female commentators i think would also make it a little bit more interesting i i just was a little bit bored by it i didn't think there was much back and forth between brooks and bryson it just felt a little cheesy the banter wasn't where it needed to be i think if you're gonna do this it's, it's hard because I do think that these guys are actually really entertaining and a lot of the golf guys don't get to showcase their personality because of the way that golf is. It is so conservative that you can't ever really cross the line or be edgy or say things because of just how the golf world is. And I feel if these were unscripted and, you know, they could cuss more that it would be better. I think it would be a lot better. But they just have to hold back so much that it just kind of falls flat. And, you know, I I think Bryson really tried and he was trying to be, you know, engaging. And you could see that he was posting a ton on social media. The the oiled up shirtless selfie. I mean, good God. (laughs) I was just confused too about that. For someone who was so ripped in his core... Why why is his arms not more defined? It's like he skips arm day, which is weird because most guys skip leg day. But he was like all abs all the time. And one who took the picture and who who oiled him up was it like right out of the shower and he was like, okay, now we're gonna take the pic, or did he actually like oil himself up for this pic? Like, what was the thought process as like a social media manager that went into this picture, or was this all Bryson? so I always wonder that because I do everything myself on social. I post everything. I do everything. But a lot of these guys have a social media manager and a lot of them don't even really know what's being posted or what's going on. And I wonder how much Bryson actually does know what's going on, how much he runs his account or what's going on there. And if he even like it was that his idea was he was like, this is what I wanted to do. (laughs) The social media manager like, here, I have this brilliant idea. I'm going to oil you up and we're going to take this picture and it's going to go viral. Uh, But that that was uh, that was an interesting one. But I just would like them to try some different formats with the match. And I think that it'd be good because it's losing its luster. I think that it was one of the best things in golf. It started out really fun. Um, They had some good matches. They had some really great people participating. And this last one just wasn't all there. I think it would have been better too if this happened earlier on when they were at the, the height of their rivalry. Brooks and Bryson seemed like they, you know, squashed everything at the the Ryder Cup. You know, they were hugging, looked like they were, you know, I wouldn't say friends, but they were cordial with each other. And then to then go back to this and, you know, rehashing everything just seemed very manufactured and not very authentic. And if it was, I think, earlier on, it would have been probably a really great match. But again, it, it just seems a little overplayed. Uh, not a lot of people are really talking about it anymore there hasn't been too much back and forth between them after the Ryder Cup and it just it really wasn't for me I, I just really think it could have been a lot better and I hope the next one that they do have women involved in some way again like a mixed uh team match would be really cool I would I would like that a lot there's so many different ways they could go about it uh so many different people I would love a Kevin Hart, Snoop Dogg, uh, commentary duo. I think that would be amazing. They did that at the Olympics and that was the highlight for me. It was so fucking funny. I loved it so much. If you haven't, you have to go check out their highlights because that was amazing. That would have been cool, um, as commentators or if they have, like, the Manning brothers. I've been loving their stuff too. But I, I think that there's some different things that they could do, um, and not saying that you can't Barkley or Phil. Uh, I think that they do actually a, a good job. Uh, just need some other people uh, mixed in there as as well, too. So, you know, could have been better. Could have been worse, though, too. I don't think it did any harm for golf. I think any time that you're bringing more people into the game, then it's good. And if, you know, this brought more people in and people were watching it after Thanksgiving, then great. Good for golf. So, <laughs> enough of golf for a little bit. Let's move on to some other sports. Let's go with the NFL. I got to talk about how shitty my Steelers look. I mean, they just look like garbage. Dumpster fire. Terrible. I still love Mike Tomlin though. Mike Tomlin literally can't do no wrong in my eyes. I love him so much. Big Ben on the other hand, he can go. I've been saying this forever, but he needs to go. I hope that they just continue to not play well <laughs> so we can actually get a good draft pick. And I hope that they draft a quarterback. I would love to actually see the pick quarterback be drafted by the Steelers. I think that'd be pretty cool. I think he'd actually be a really good fit for the team. But I don't trust Mason Rudolph and Big Ben's Dunn. So I really do think that they need to draft a quarterback. You know, the NFL has been really weird. So I make Sunday night football picks for points bet. And I have... <laughs> I was on a heater, like a heater. I could do no wrong, and then I've been ice cold lately. But it's been really hard to pick who's going to win with NFL. There's been a lot of surprises, a ton of teams that, you know, have been hot and cold. It's just difficult. I I, I thought, you know, it was going to play out in a pretty predict- predictable, oh my god, predictable. There we go. Predictable way, and it's just not. At all, but it's been really fun to watch. I mean, the Sunday Night Football games haven't been all that great. But uh, overall, it's been, you know, pretty good season. I've been really enjoying college football. There's been a ton of really good games. We had, obviously, Ohio State losing to Michigan, which, I mean, now they're never, ever going to fire Harbaugh. Ever. Then we have Alabama, who just does not look like the Alabama team that we... I don't want to say no and love, because a lot of people are are kind of sick of Roll Tide all the time. And it's nice to see some, like, new blood. That's why I was happy that Michigan ended up beating. I'm not the biggest Michigan fan, but I'm happy that they beat Ohio State just to see some new teams in it. I hope Cincinnati continues to play well. It's just going to be interesting to see what happens, but no one's beating the dogs george is gonna run away with this and i called at the beginning of season i said they're gonna win the natty and i stand by that they just look like the best team by far and uh i really hope that they get it done we're all seeing a ton of coaching changes right now we have brian kelly leaving notre dame and going to lsu for like fucking 100 million dollars i wouldn't say it's a surprise. I I actually think that he, besides the fact that he's old as dirt, that he's actually going to be a good fit for LSU. I do feel bad, and I know you're going to be shocked that I'm even saying this because I hate Notre Dame, but I feel bad for Notre Dame. The players, I mean, can you imagine, like, right now your coach leaving you? It just is a shitty situation all the way around, and I, I don't know if he's going to continue out the season or if LSU is going to pressure him to just, you know, leave now. I, I think that's pretty shitty. I hope that he can at least finish it out um, more for the sake of the, the guys on the team. I mean, one day you have a coach and the next day you don't, and he's just, like, abandoning you. You know, that, that's pretty difficult. So i will be interesting to see what happens there. I have a, a life update. Uh, I'm sure you have seen this in my Instagram bio. Probably not um unless you stalk me but i am a (laughs) number one purdue fan and i've been getting a lot of questions and dms about that and they're like are you a Boilermaker? did you go to purdue nope i did not go to purdue so it started because purdue has covered almost every single time for me except for one time when they played ohio state but in college basketball and football They have covered for me almost every single time. And so I love giving Purdue as a pick because they love a cover. I mean, good teams win, great teams cover. So Purdue has been incredible for me, (laughs) especially in basketball, too. They're number two right now, which is exciting. Since I put that in my bio, they haven't lost. So if you're a Purdue fan, you're welcome. I'm single-handedly going to take college basketball Purdue uh, to the natty. So you're welcome for that. (laughs) And also, too, I had a bet against Teddy G. It was when Purdue was playing Northwestern. And I said, Purdue's going to cover. And he was like, no, no way. And they did. And so I won that one, too. So Purdue has been amazing for me. And I am going to be the number one Purdue fan until I die. I'm not taking that out of my bio till they stop covering, which I'm not going to stop covering because it's good luck now. So that's the backstory behind uh, Purdue. But I'm really excited about everything that's coming up. It's kind of like a weird time of the year. Obviously, you have the holidays, but I can't wait for next year one, uh, the Super Bowl is going to be awesome. Waste management, get back into the swing uh, with golf and I mean, just everything. And March Madness, too. I've decided that college basketball is so much fun to watch and I want to try to go to more college basketball games because in person, it's just so much better. So there's so much coming up that I can't wait for. You almost just have to like get through the holiday season and then it really picks up and it gets very exciting. And I'm trying to convince Bet to do the make it rain game of the day. We did that uh, last March Madness and you guys really seem to love that. So definitely want to do more of that too. And we're going to wrap up this episode with some T N A. a Okay, so someone asked, how do you stop three putts? Okay, so when it comes to three putting or misses with your putter, it usually comes from speed. So a lot of people struggle with their speed and that comes from an inconsistent tempo. I have told you guys this tip before, but I'm going to say it again because I, it's the best tip that I have ever received. And it's one potato, two potato. And this will save your tempo. Because again, a lot of people, they'll rush it back and then they'll decelerate or they won't take it back far enough. And then they'll, you know, kind of yank it through. And so they're really inconsistent with their speed. And so that's where the three putts come from. If you hit it within, you know, a two foot circle, it doesn't really matter where you're lined up. You're probably going to make it if your speed is good. And so always focus on speed for, well, a lot of people say focus on line. I like to, when I'm thinking of my lag putt, speed, then line. That's just something that I really like to do. And so the one potato, two potato is, when you're addressed to the ball, it's exactly what it sounds like saying your head. You go one potato, two potato. And if you say that in your head, your tempo is actually really good. So it'll actually help you with really anything if you're struggling with like your chipping you can say it as well um just try to find some type of cadence that works for you I used to actually do it in my swing where I'd go one two three four five six so you can find whatever kind of works for you but always kind of have something in your mind to work on your tempo and it's going to save you so many shots especially when it comes to three putts I also like to walk around the hole from four different spots so you can really see a lot of people have trouble green reading and so their speed is also inconsistent because they don't know if it's uphill, downhill, um, side, whatever it's doing, left to right, right to left. And so if you walk around at all of the points, then you can really see how it's working and you have to practice. So my favorite drill is you just practice like how you play. You can do all these speed drills all day long, but sometimes when you're just standing there and you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, when you get on the golf course, it just doesn't feel right because you're not practicing your routine, and so I like to play nine holes, and you can't have a three putt, and you have to get the ball past the hole, and if you're short, then you have to take it a club length back, so Let's just, for example, first hole, you leave it a little bit short, you take it back a club length, you have to make it. If you miss it, you have to start all over again. If you want to make it really hard on yourself, then you have to just get everyone past the hole and no three putts. If you start to do that and do your routine on every single putt, do not skip your routine. That's the most important part. If you do that, it really shouldn't take you all that long and you get so much confidence by going through your routine, lining everything up, um, putting some pressure on yourself too because on, you know, hole seven, eight, nine, you start to feel that pressure a little bit more and that's when it really counts and when your arms get a little bit more tight or you're a little bit more nervous, you got to practice under pressure too. I used to do all of these drills and I would stand there and hit 100, you know, three footers in a row and I wouldn't adjust my feet and I get on the golf course and I was like, this feels nothing like what I was doing during practice and it's such a waste and so my biggest tip for you guys is when you're practicing is to practice like you play, do your routine on every single shot. You need to visualize, you need to make it feel as realistic as possible and that's how you're going to bring your range game or your practice game onto the golf course. Next one is, I always get this one, I've I've answered this so many times, but how do I fix a slice? So, golf is a game of opposites. So, if you're hitting it right, most people will line up more left. They'll go left, 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 and that's actually going to make you slice it more. So, my biggest tip for you guys is to work on your basics. So, your basic is, basics are your alignment, your stance, so like ball position, and your grip. If you're able to do that, then you know you're set up, and most of you guys are athletes, and you can figure it out. Your body will just start to kind of work on that swing plane, get it down the line, but most of you are slicing it, and to account for your slice, you're aiming even more left, which is going to make you slice it more. So what I like to do is when I'm really struggling, I do the opposite. So if I'm slicing it, I try to almost shut my stance and hit big draws. I think when you need to, you need to go to the range and you need to work the ball. You need to understand how your swing is working and when you come a little bit more from the inside, how does that affect the ball flight? If they come a little bit more over the top, how does it affect the ball flight? If you move your ball forward or back, how does it affect the ball flight? Play with it. And this is really going to help you when you're on the golf course and it's just going awry and you're like, okay. I'm missing it right. If I do these three things, I can straighten it out, or at least I can make it go left. Or if I am hooking it, okay, if I do one, two, three, four, then I can get it back online. So that just takes time on the practice area of just messing around. Like I said, hit it high, hit it low, hit it left, hit it right. Hit huge hooks, huge slices, close the club face, open the club face, really just mess with it and become almost like a field player. I think everyone gets so stuck into mechanics, and to be completely frank, a lot of people don't have the time or money to really change your swing through fundamentals. And so there are little things here and there that are gonna make a really big difference, but if you really wanna change your swing mechanically, you have to put a lot of time and effort into it. And a lot of us just can't grind on the range for five hours. So then it comes down to basics. So if you have good alignment, good ball position, a good grip, good setup, then you're already set up for success. After that, a lot of it comes down to like, tempo and just finding impact there's so many different ways that you can find impact with your swing so if you look at you know like Matt Wolf or Bubba Watson they have crazy swings but they're always the same at impact and if you're able to find impact then you're good to go but that comes with knowing how your body works how your hands work through impact and that's just messing around with it knowing what happens when your club is open How far is it going to slice? If your club is a little bit more shut or if it's shut, it's set up. What happens when you do all these different things? I don't think people try shot making enough or put enough effort into it. I think a lot of times when they're in an uncomfortable situation on the golf course where they're behind a tree that's when they try it for the first time and it's like no just mess around on the range I think sometimes people don't want to look bad on the range and so they're just trying to hit good shots after good shots and I think people are like oh if I if I hook it on purpose people are gonna think i'm a bad golfer and it's like you can't care what other people think about you or the shots that you're hitting you just need to work on your game because it's going to matter most on the golf course when you're able to pull that shot off is because you practice it so again take your ego out of it don't worry about what anyone's thinking and really just mess around with it Try as many different shots as you can. Really get to know your swing and that's the best way to do it. So I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the TNA today and also this full episode. I will hopefully get on a better cadence of um, posting more podcast episodes. I think we have some really great guests lined up. So don't forget to subscribe, leave some five stars, write a nice review if you guys enjoy it. And as always, I will see you guys, hear you guys. I always fuck it up at the end. I get through the whole episode, and I just never know what to say at the end. Anyways, catch me again here soon, and hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Okay, bye.
1: Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio, or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? Take a deep breath